So, hello, and welcome to a special live recording edition of the Educators for Social Justice podcast. We are excited to share with you from today's Educators for Social Justice conference in St. Louis, Missouri. Today, we will speak with conference attendees, practitioners, educators, and community members engaged in the work of social justice in education. We invite you to join in today's conversation and follow us at educatorsforsocialjustice.com. Educators for Social Justice is a grassroots, teacher-led professional development group located in St. Louis, Missouri. We believe that educators are public intellectuals who gain strength and wisdom through working with other educators, parents, and members of the community. Our mission is to develop and support socially just, equitable, and sustainable practices in schools and communities. The ESJ podcast seeks to provide authentic voice for educators who are doing social justice work in classrooms, schools, and communities. We celebrate a diverse group of teachers and students by discussing their successes, struggles, and visions in effectively implementing social justice education. We invite you to listen and challenge yourself to think about how your work can connect to social justice. Joining us now is Dr. Tiffany Taylor Johnson. Welcome, and thank you for taking time to chat with us this afternoon. Let's jump right into these questions. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do in connection with Educators for Social Justice. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here and to have this opportunity to talk about my work as it relates to diversity and social justice. My name is Tiffany Taylor Johnson. I am currently the principal at Ladue Middle School here in St. Louis. And I've actually been there for, this is my 18th year. I've been there as an assistant principal and then I moved to an associate and this is my very first year as the head principal of the school. Um, I guess my work has evolved over the, over the years that I've been an educator. I've always been very passionate about diversity and equity um, from all different facets, whether it's racial diversity, but also the socioeconomic challenges that come from living in poverty. And so I have always had a passion for this area because I, as a student, um, I had some struggles in school and connecting and feeling in my personal life. So when I went to school, it was just um, a saving grace for me, and I had many educators who saw something in me, regardless of my circumstance, and I've always wanted to give back. So that's been what has driven my work as an educator, and wanting to make sure that that is what is occurring in schools. That's great. It's always important to pay what you owe. Um, and, and schooling is an important part of the development of our children. Um, can you speak to us a little bit about the importance of social justice in education? It is extremely important. Um, of course you know that the whole purpose of school is to ensure that students achieve academically. Before you can even get to that achievement piece, you have to feel like you are safe, you have to feel like you're valued, you have to feel like the place that you're going every day, there are people who are there that care about you. So to me, it is essential because if you don't have things happening in your school to ensure that students feel like they belong to your school community, they're not gonna wanna learn. As an educator, it is our role, it is our moral responsibility to 
provide that in our school settings. Students need to see themselves reflected in the curriculum. If they don't, they're not going to be motivated to learn. They have to have educators who care for them deeply. They have to um, feel like they are valued. But they also have to be taught to make change, and that's where social justice comes in as well because we should be asking them critical questions. We should be encouraging them to dialogue about race and diversity and equity because they're the future. And so if we're not teaching that and promoting that in our classrooms, giving them the strength and the courage to question things that you know, some of us probably didn't question, this world is very different than it was when I was in school. And so we need to be educating our students to be change agents, and that is our job as well. I heard you talk a little bit about um, school safety. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, because that's a big issue um, right now in our, our nation. Um, talk to me, how do you arm your teachers with the cultural competency and uh, uh, the daily affirmation to provide all of your children the opportunity to see themselves as successful? You know, I think it starts, obviously as an administrator, I believe that it starts with you. If you value it and you see that it's important, it is your job to build that community and build that understanding, common language, common expectations with your staff. You model it, you are in there in the trenches doing the work with your staff but they have to know that that is your mission and that is what you value. The second part of that comes from building the leadership capacity within your school so that it's a, it's a, a joint effort. You can't, it doesn't, one person can't do all the work. So you have to ensure that you have those key leaders in your school who value the work just as much as you do. The, th the third piece is educating your staff. So you have to have professional development. You have to create an environment where teachers are engaging in conversations about um, race and equity, uh, white privilege, implicit bias, all those things that you can bring into a classroom setting, sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional, but you have to have those conversations. Then another piece of that is uh, engaging your community, your parent community. You know, as a school, you can also educate your staff, you can, and can put diversity and social justice and equity in front of your students but they also need that message at home. And sometimes if you're doing all the work at school and they're not getting that at home, that creates a challenge and it creates a, a disconnect and an imbalance for, for children. And so you need to reach out and engage your community as well by providing opportunities for them to talk to each other and get to know the differences that exist within a community. Okay. So how is a conference like this an essential connection and resource as you uh, move that platform for educators and your community? A conference like this, I believe, is very powerful because it's a group of educators, leaders coming together who have a common vested interest in this. We can learn from each other. We can, you know, 
realizing whether you're, I'm in Ladue, and many people don't realize how diverse Ladue is. There is a, a perception that Ladue is um, extremely affluent and that there's one population there, but it's really extremely diverse. That said, you know, we can learn from many of the other school districts and uh, community organizations that are in St. Louis. There's a lot that I can learn from someone who's um, working in St. Louis Public Schools or Hazelwood or um, this neighboring district where we actually are right now, Clayton. So being able to, to know that there are other people who are out there doing the work, if we all get on board, it's going to make it much more easier for the work to occur in your buildings. Uh, the other thing I'll say is that there are lots of resources that are outside of the educational arena. So being able to go to uh, and tap into community organizations and resources that can also come in and provide assistance and can help you move forward with the goal of um, equity and inclusion in your school. So, And then also the power of having students here. I'm very proud that um, the students who won the art contest are Ladue Middle School students this year. And so I brought them and I want them to see how their principal values this work so they can go back and then in turn share that with their peers and again as I mentioned earlier become social justice advocates so I think it's there's a huge benefit for all people to participate in something like this okay um, as you said there there are many people doing the work um, why value what they're doing here um, what what is it about education for social justice um, that causes you to come here and see value in what they're doing I've actually um, there are a lot of people who are in the organization that I've worked with and that I've met that um, I know that they are fully vested into this work and I know that they're walking the walk and I feel like it's a huge resource so the reason why I'm here and why I think it's such a great um, cause is because I know that they're going to continue the work, they're going to provide support, and um, I feel like it's an organization that is a leader in our community, so that's why I support it. So when you're engaging community partners, how do you ensure that um, they are aligned with what you're trying to do. Um, how do you encourage them to um, also follow that path? Um, I, don't, I think it's a, it's a combination of things. It's it's you know when you come and you see the diff, like I said earlier the different resources. I, I think that's a way that I know that it's someone that I want to partner with. Um, I also think some of the the work here is challenging, and it, it makes me want to continue to do the work and to get better. Um, but again, I think it's it's the personal relationships and it's the 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 knowledge that these people who are here today truly value this work, and I want to be in partnership with an organization such as this because. You know, as we said earlier, it's it's ongoing work. It's never going to stop. And you just have to keep motivating and encouraging each other to continue to do the work. I love that you reference personal relationships. I think that a conference like this allows you to develop those across different borders and different um, barriers. 
Um, before we um, check out, uh, what else can our listeners um, get from you about what is going on at Ladue? And also, make sure you call out those uh, students' names who did so wonderful uh, today uh, presenting their work. Well, let me say the student names first because I'm most excited about that. I, I have um, two eighth graders. Uh, her, one of the students named the winner, her name is Eileen Suarez. And then the runner-up, her name is Abby Soldwish Zool. And, you know, even something as simple as that. You know, when I was in school, I had someone come to me and say, I see something in you, I want you to do this. And I knew them, you know, I was their seventh grade principal but now I'm the building principal, but I remember them in seventh grade, and I, I remember about Eileen. Eileen is a very unique student, always doodling, always had that that pad with her. So, you know, whether it's in the morning, at lunch, I knew that she was inspired by art. I also knew that she was in a teacher, she was on a particular team with two teachers who really promoted a lot of social justice in their curriculum, so I knew that she was passionate about it, so that's why I personally went to her and said, this is a contest that I know you will be so excited to participate. And I said to her, you're going to win. Enter your artwork, you will win. And she did. And then same with Abby. Abby is a friend of hers, and I knew that they had that connection. So it's exciting to have them here. Um, Going back to Ladue Middle School, you know, as I said earlier, people don't realize how diverse our community is. Um, I'm very happy to be in a school where so many educators believe in this work. I have a very strong diversity committee that values uh, diversity and social justice. And so we've done a lot of things. Uh, I'm here today presenting on our uh, school event that's called IMLMS Day. And that's a day where we recognize and celebrate all the differences that exist in our school. And it started from a simple poem, and it's actually been in existence for over 15 years, but the, the program has evolved. You know, it was initially just having students write poems about who they are, what makes them unique, and then it moved into student presentations where they would bring in things to describe who they are and to represent them. Then we moved into, hey, let's expand this to community. So we started inviting community um, organizations in to perform and, and help guide that work. We had a group, um, Gentlemen of Vision, I think they're from um, where at Riverview Gardens. We had them come in a few years ago to step, and from there we knew we were we knew they were going to be in a documentary. I just so happened to see that. So we showed that documentary to our students, and we, that year is when we started talking about um, poverty and soci socioeconomic differences and how, you know, students here really value getting to school just like we do. You know, don't make a judgment about a different school district until you n learn about it. So we had Gentlemen of Vision. Um, we were featured on PBS uh, Channel 9, our IMLMS day. Um, from there, we evolved again, you know, now we're getting into those courageous conversations about, um, you know, we did a privilege walk, we did training with our students on implicit bias, you know, this year we're focusing on microaggressions, so we're moving into having those very tough conversations that sometimes adults can't even have. We're 
teaching our students to to do that. So that's something that we're doing. I could go on and on. It's great. I just love um, the passion in which you talk about the things that are going there. But the the thing that caught me most is that you talk about those students personally. Um, you didn't start quoting data and grades. You talked about those kids. That's I, I love that. Um, it was great having you out. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to wrap this conversation up. Um, give me a little space. Thanks again for tuning in to the Educators for Social Justice podcast. Please visit our website for details on how to join an organizing committee, submit a table or a workshop proposal, nominate a colleague for their Courageous Educator of the Year Award, encourage you to enter our social justice art contest or to sponsor us. Find RSVP links and more details for all of these events on our website, educatorsforsocialjustice.org.